Story Plant Media presents Tawny O'Dell's Rewrites. Episode 6. We tried the patch and the gum. The phone call in the middle of the night. A telegram delivery man standing on the doorstep in old movies. There's a moment where the person on the receiving end doesn't want to answer that call or open that yellow Western Union envelope. That's because knowledge can save us, but it can also destroy us. If we don't know, it can't hurt. The day before my mother told me she had terminal cancer, I didn't know, and therefore it wasn't happening, even though it had been happening to her for months. The day before my father took Milo and me to the zoo and then out for ice cream and explained he was leaving. Forever. I didn't know our family was coming to an end, and therefore it wasn't happening to me and my brother. But it had been happening to my mom and dad for a long time. And the day before Milo's meltdown, I didn't know about his pain and desperation. Now I did. And I really didn't want to know. What you don't know can't hurt you because it isn't real to you. But while you've been blissfully ignorant, it's been real to someone else. The next week dragged. I didn't hear from Milo. He wouldn't answer any of my calls or texts. And Brandy quit the show. She packed up her Hyundai and left, and took a lot of the joy out of the writer's house with her. And I loved her novel, and I asked her to finish writing it because I needed to know what happened to Shaylin, her main character, who I think was a lot like Brandy. And she said she couldn't make any promises. (laughs) And I realized as she drove away that I might not ever hear from her again. I might not ever know how her story turned out. The same was true for all the writers and everyone who worked on the show, even my own brother. Could our relationship suddenly be over? Is the human connection that tenuous? Part of the message of rewrites was to put down your phone, close your laptop, and read a book as a way to reconnect to humanity. But there was another way to reconnect, and that was to pay attention to the human in front of you. I realized I'd lost sight of that, and I needed to get back to it. The show continued to rise in popularity. The live audience was a big success. and We were about to film the live segment for episode 5. Crystal, the monkey, was our guest judge. She's no different than the average human reader. A person reading a book doesn't think about exposition and imagery and subplots. They simply like what they read. And she likes what she hears. I know. I did my best to explain it to the writers and the other judges. I told them how much Crystal loves books and how she's able to communicate through you, but they they remained skeptical because... Well, I mean, because... She's a monkey. (laughs) I am sorry if they can't be enthusiastic. No. No, it's okay. 
This isn't the first time people have tried to undermine her intellect. They can't accept that she's more than just a pretty face. You do look very pretty tonight, Crystal. Is there a reason why she's not wearing any pants? Because she doesn't have to. Hey, boss. Tim? Miss Crystal? Big show tonight. We're making television history. Because we're having a monkey for a judge? I do believe we're the first. Where are her pants? Uh, She's only being filmed from the waist up, so she didn't think it would be a problem. (laughs) This won't be a first, however. What do you mean? I mean, this won't be the first time a reality TV show judge had had her ass hanging out. Did you see what Miley Cyrus wore on The Voice? In five, four, three, two. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our rewrites judging panel. I'm Sylvie Maitland, filling in for Karen Stevens. Once again, she planned to be here, but her schedule didn't allow it. Her meeting with marketing ran over. You know our judges. The acclaimed, award-winning, mega-best-selling queen of romance and the master of macabre, Dora Halston and Richard Duke. We're very excited to have a rather unique addition to our judging panel tonight. USA Today has called her Hollywood's hottest monkey. She's considered to be the most successful animal actor of all time. Take that, Benji and Mr. Ed. Her performances in movies such as The Night at the Museum and The Hangover Part 2 have earned her legions of fans. Welcome, Crystal and her trainer! No, 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 not the T-word. Her owner! not the O-word. Her friend! That was a close one. You did make sure Crystal's going to behave herself on the show? Ah, of course. I mean, she's a professional performer. But maybe this isn't a performance for her. Maybe she thinks she can be herself. A monkey being herself. I am not really sure what that means, but that does not sound good. Let's bring out our first writer. Tracy Mills Parker is our mom and homemaker from Greenwich, Connecticut, who's writing the crime suspense novel... The other woman in your kitchen. Uh, what? What's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not have to take this kind of criticism from someone wearing a Versace knockoff gold paisley print tuxedo jacket who doesn't have the nerve to also wear pants. <laughs> mm, that's right, I saw you walk in. Crystal doesn't like your book, Mrs. Mills Parker. She thinks it's tedious and the police procedural sections don't ring true. She wants to talk to the girl who's writing Mr. Snugglepuss. Oh my god. Oh, what do we do now? Give Sylvia a chance to handle it. Oh, why not? We can change the order of the contestants. Echo, do you mind starting off the judging tonight? No problem. Crystal loves your book. She wants you to write faster. And she wants you to put a monkey in it. And a llama. And a border collie. (laughs) I don't think I can do that. It wouldn't make any sense. (laughs) Now you've done it. No, no, it's it's okay. Calm down, Crystal. No, 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 no. no. She's just the writer. Of course, you know best. Once you option the novel, you can do whatever you want. You can change Mr. Snugglepuss from an orange tabby to a calico. Or make his love interest a badger. Or a raccoon. 
50 shades of rodent. No, 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 no. Okay, this isn't working. We have to get her out of here. We paid a fortune for monkey insurance. Let's see what happens. No, 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 no. I said calm down. Here, here. Look what I have. No, 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 no. She cannot smoke in here. Hey, put that lighter away. Don't no. yell at her. She's very sensitive. <coughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Catch her. She has a lighter and she knows how to use it. She's a bit of a pyro. Stop her. Somebody stop her. Everyone remain calm. Please, ladies and gentlemen, remain calm. Catch her. Grab her. I'm not grabbing a monkey. She probably bites. Oh, my God. The monkey has rabies. What? Monkey rabies? And she's not wearing pants. She doesn't have rabies. She did have a touch of irritable bowel after doing that cameo and hop, but... So does everyone who works with David Hasselhoff. Everyone remain calm. Please, ladies and gentlemen, remain calm. Can she open doors? Oh, she is one fast monkey. She took that woman's scarf and that boy's phone. Oh, she's a bit of a klepto, too. She's flicking the lighter. She's going to light someone on fire. Somebody grab her. Everyone, please remain calm. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain calm. Here, Crystal. Here, monkey, monkey, monkey. What are you doing? You're going to make her angrier. I'm just calling her. Would you respond if someone called out to you, Here, girly, girly, girly. Holy crap, she can't open doors by herself. Of course she can! She can dress herself, too! She's Crystal the Monkey, not Mariah Carey! Everyone, remain calm, please! Ladies and gentlemen, please remain calm! Just grab her! Too late! Oh god, you'll never catch her now! Why? Because we made her really, really mad! Because she's a monkey! Just everybody run! Everybody run! We have to catch her! Crystal baby, sweetheart, come back! Don't hurt yourself! Don't hurt the Versace! In your dreams, that's Versace! Everyone, remain calm, please, ladies and gentlemen! Hey, shh. Oh, come on. Crystal, it's okay. You're fine. You're going to be fine. Your fur's just a little singed there, okay? I have to finish talking to the nice fireman now. Let me get this straight. You allowed a primate with an incendiary device to run wild in a public building? Monkey, man. She's a monkey, not a primate. You're a primate. What did you say? I didn't know she had access to a lighter. It was your responsibility to know. Oh, well, I didn't think I had to search a monkey. This could be considered negligence. Okay, so you mean on top of everything else I might be brought up on criminal charges? Oh, there you are! Oh, oh my baby! <laughs> Theo, I'm holding you personally responsible for any physical injuries or emotional damage she's suffered. But it... I... I it wasn't my fault. I'm... I'm the one who saved her. Well, you just better pray that I don't stick Jason Atkins on you. He's an animal. Oh, what kind? Is he a border collie? Is he a badger? A personal injury lawyer! Hey, buddy. How you doing? Well, other than being responsible for almost burning down a building in the middle of some of the most expensive real estate in the world... Probably ending up being sued by a monkey, which is great. And uh, having my show canceled, going to jail. I'm great. I'm just great. You still have one of your eyebrows. What's going on over there with the writers? Who are all those people? They're signing autographs. They have fans. Oh my gosh, fans. Wow. I wonder what that must feel like. There is no place lonelier 
than a city filled with millions of people and nothing more alone than walking that city's streets at night in a sleeting rain. And I was glad of it. The walk gave me a break from me. Because you're only really you in relation to other people. If there's no other people, then there's no you. In a sense, you don't exist. And that was a comforting thought as I walked for hours after fleeing that shipwreck of rewrites before landing at a bar. I was freezing cold and soaking wet by the time I stopped. But on the upside, the rain had diminished the smell of burnt hair and charred monkey that was clinging to me. Hello, Miss, Miss, Mrs. Hi. Hello. Can the bar tender? Can you? Hi. Yes. What? Can I have another one? You might want to slow down, my friend. You're going to regret this tomorrow. <laughs> I tomorrow, dear no, I have no, dear no ours more tomorrows. I'm serious, I'm monkey. I know it's reality TV, but talk about appealing to the lowest common denominator. I mean, my five-year-old niece wouldn't even find that funny. Viral. Someone must think it's funny. You think they started the fire on purpose? Of course! They did! They staged the whole thing! I... Hey, you... You... Who... You... You don't know anything about anything. You just... Look at you! What are you wearing? You're just a big, dumb... You're just a big, dumb, dumb... Idiot. Dick. Moron, dick. You don't even... You just pay $20 for... Negroni? To have a Bud Light, be normal, weirdo. <laughs> you use expressions like it went viral. Back off, buddy. Back off. Hey, bartender. You got a problem hey, here. This guy wants bartender. to start a fight. Hey, bartender. See what I mean? Hey, bartender. All right, we're going to finish it. But yeah. Come on outside, buddy. Let's knock him out. How about right we come now? outside? All right? Come on outside. Hi, Theo. Are you awake? It's me, Echo. Oh. Great. Oh, man. It's just great. Oh, you are the last person I want to see right now. Thanks a lot. No, I mean, look at me. Oh, God. I don't want you to see me like this. Well, it's true. You've looked better. Someone did a number on your face. Yeah, apparently I picked a fight with a guy. Actually, a couple of guys, I think. <laughs> that fist, I don't know, made of... But something really, really hard. 
bones or knuckles. Yeah, maybe. That, yeah, <laughs> fist made of bones and knuckles. <laughs> I've never been in a fight before. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't strike me as someone who does a lot of street brawling. You know what the worst part is, though. Besides the condition of my face, is I don't know what I said. I'm sure it was something super unfair and uncalled for, and I just... I wish I could say sorry. You want to apologize to a guy who split your lip and gave you a shiner? Yes. <laughs> You're weird. Oh, okay. So we're back at that, huh? I'm weird. Yeah, I get it. I'm no, weird. No, no, I'm sorry. You're not weird. You're different. <laughs> Is it good different? Bad different? Good different. I heard you saved Crystal's life. Yeah, I'm sure she would have saved herself. She's a monkey. Yeah, well, monkeys don't have magical fire surviving skills. You saved her. Well, I'm super glad I did. Now Tim can only sue me for Crystal's psychological damage and emotional suffering. <laughs> Imagine if she had actually died in the fire. I wonder what she's worth. I'm sure I would be paying off monkey debt for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, here. Can I help you stand up? The nurse said they're releasing you. Yeah, they told me one more drink, and I would have had to spend the night hooked up to an IV and, like, crank up, like, a $4,000 hospital bill that I could never pay off. So this was a lucky night. Oh, sure. Oh, your clothes are soaking wet. Yup, and I smell like barf. I am a real prize. So what are you doing here? The bartender called me. You left your bag sitting on the bar. It's standard protocol in these situations to call someone on the drunk person's phone to come get them before the police have to get involved. The first person they call is always mom. I'm sorry, Theo. Sorry. Well, then they call the last person you called, and that was me. Because remember when we talked this morning about the latest challenge, and I had some questions about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember. Right the beginning of a fake memoir that could fool Oprah, like James Fry did with a million little pieces. Mm-hmm. It's a good challenge. No, but I mean, like, what are you doing here in New York? What? And don't say you're just being a waitress. But that is what I'm doing here. Why does everyone always have to have a big story to justify coming here? Either some big dream or a big tragedy. Everyone I work with at the restaurant is trying to be an actor or a dancer or a playwright. And then there are the people who fled something awful in their lives, something violent or heartbreaking. I came here for no other reason than I felt like I was nothing. And if I was going to be nothing, I thought it would be better to be nothing somewhere instead of nothing nowhere. What about your family? I get along great with my family. I have a mom and dad and my little brother. Oh my god, you have a Milo! I have two Milos. I told you once I only do big talk, but I don't have a big story. I have a small story. No, I don't think so. I think your story is just the right size. Oh, like Baby Bear's bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, are you here at the hospital alone, or did you call Milo or Clive? I didn't want to worry Milo. I called Clive, but he never called me back. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. <clears throat> he had a gig tonight, and he has a new girlfriend. Well, that's not, that's not true, actually. He's not a girlfriend at all. They just met. But if he follows his usual pattern, she'll be history by the end of the month. So I'm sure he's quite busy. I'm not alone. Bill came with me. Your apartment is so nice, Theo. Do you mind me asking what you pay for it? 
2000 $2,000? A month? <laughs> That's four times my mortgage. And, th- and this place is the size of a closet. Well, location, location. We're paying for the thrill of living in New York City. Of course, since we pay so much to live here, we can't afford to enjoy anything the city has to offer. He has two <laughs> windows, and they both look at brick walls. Well, actually, the window in the bedroom looks into somebody else's window. The window in this room looks at a brick wall. <laughs> Echo, I noticed that market on the corner is still open. Why don't you run over there, Echo, and get us some provisions? Oh, okay, sure. Here's some cash. Um, this would maybe buy a can of soup and a bag of chips, so... Yeah. Here you go. Thank you. I don't know how people live here, although I guess there are New Yorkers who would look at where I live and wonder how I live there. It takes all kinds to make a world. I'll be back soon. How you feeling, son? Feeling good? Feeling strong? Hmm? Pissing yourself? Throwing up on some cop's feet make you feel like a man? Come on, Bill. You don't want to argue with me, boy. You want to listen. I know. You can't conceive of a time when you won't hurt, when you won't feel betrayed. And it's the worst kind of betrayal there is. You haven't been let down by a a sweetheart or a friend or your country or even yourself. You've been betrayed by life. It was a life you were supposed to have, and now that's gone. When I got back from Nam, I was amazed at how much people hated the war. I mean, they hated it worse than I did, and I was the one who was there. Eventually, I came to realize that's exactly the reason why I couldn't hate it as much as they did. They didn't know what they were talking about. They were free to imagine whatever they wanted. But see, to me, it wasn't abstract. It was personal. The deepest emotions I would ever feel in my entire life, I felt in Nam, not in the arms of a woman, or winning a championship football game, or teaching little Becky how to ride a bike, but in a jungle on the other side of the world, killing people that had never done nothing to me. It may have been the worst thing that would ever happen to me in my life, but it was also the most significant. Losing your mom too early? was the end of the life you were supposed to have. But it's the beginning of the life you're going to have. Thanks, Bill, for being here. Uh, Why don't you go into the bedroom and sleep this off? I'll stay here with the brick wall and enjoy the thrill of being in New York City. For a complete list of cast and crew and a free download of our theme song, Between the Lines, visit our website, rewritespodcast.com. <laughs>